Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Welcome back to the First Off In My Opinion podcast. You know how we do it. Tom Swoop. Tom What's going on, my good people? It's your boy, Tom Swoop, and this is the First Off In My Opinion podcast. Broadcasting from a luxurious studio in my basement. That's much better. Y'all like that? I kept saying my basement was bad, but... Yo, we got a good show for y'all tonight. We got Queen Lock coming on here, Brittany Brittany Renee. Um, And we're going to be talking a little trash. We got a few people... um, chiming in from all over we got charlotte la chicago miami everybody in here tonight yo keep the hearts coming keep the hearts coming let's get this thing in everybody's stream so we can get a whole bunch of people in here tonight so we can uh get this thing popping the right way you know what y'all do this weekend ohio in the building okay the family what up hey man look listen buffalo new york what's up what's up Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. If you're from Ohio or you know about Ohio, it's usually cold, cold right now, but we've been blessed. We have been blessed this year. Like, call it global warming. (laughs) Houston, Texas, what's up? Whatever you wanna call it, we have been blessed this year. We was out in shorts. Shorts, I tell you. Saturday, acting up. Everybody came to work Monday with pneumonia. But yeah, yeah, it's, I'm telling you, I think we, me and my friend, we went to the gym. I go to the gym every morning, 5 a.m., right? So we walking out the gym and it's like, you know, it's a little cool or whatever, but we was just talking about like, everybody like, oh, this is an Indian summer. It's feeling good outside. And we, we sort of like ignoring global warming when it benefits us. You know what I'm saying? hey thanks for those stars ms wilson y'all gotta check out her podcast wine 30 the wine 30 podcast i was just on her show yesterday and um yeah if y'all want me to be on y'all show just send me an inbox i don't got no problem with it long as it fit in my schedule um but yeah we was talking about uh loyalty loyalty and what does that mean you know in a relationship or whatnot and um let me turn this down just a taste. And, um, you know, it was an interesting conversation. I and mean, Miss Wilson and, uh, Tracy P they be bringing the, uh, they be bringing the thunder. They be doing the thunder and lightning. You know, we had a nice little, uh, back and forth exchange of, uh, energy. Um, because, you know, we was talking about loyalty and what that means to you. And, you know, loyalty means a lot to different people. You know what I'm saying? Like, for, you know, one person might consider, you know, a person loyal just because they don't physically cheat. But then another person, you know, could, you know, emotional cheating, all that other stuff, just disrespect. Oh, well, I didn't cheat on you. I didn't put my penis in nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, loyalty is a big thing. A.K. Rowdy. Listen, not a lot of people know that A.K. Rowdy thing. So let's keep that. Let's keep that down. We, we got company. Okay. All right. Loyalty is under underrated nowadays. A lot of stuff is underrated. Character, integrity, morals, value. But you know what I'm saying? Like we have those things have to become attractive again. And I feel like we live in a day and age where they haven't become attractive anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the real problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's that's the the elephant in the room, if you will. Hold on one second. 
Oh, somebody done called me Chocolate Man. Oh, Lord. Hold on one second, fam. All right. Okay, so what is... Man, I got so many people trying to get on here. <laughs> Look, y'all, y'all wild, man. Y'all is wild, but I, I'm here for it tonight. I mean, I, I be forgetting I got to move this screen over because I'm blind. Yeah, emotional cheater is the worst than physical. I don't know. I don't know about worse, but it it's up there. You know, my one friend. Uh, Tylista Renee, she had did a video, I believe yesterday, and she was talking about like, she was in a, a marriage that, you know, was unfulfilling, um, just not working out. And she was just talking about like how she had checked out of the marriage, um, emotionally and mentally before she actually had the divorce or whatnot. And everybody reaches a point in a relationship where it's a breaking point. It's a point of no return. And so when we were talking yesterday with uh, MS Wilson on the wine 30 podcast, and we were talking about like, what, what's the root of cheat cheating? And it's like, all right, is the idea in your head just as bad as the physical act? Because once you had that idea it's technically cheating, you've, you've, you've done some things you've, you've introduced something else in there. If we want to get biblical or whatever, but I, I personally feel like we live in a day and age where we give up on relationships um, that aren't, that put it like this, that could work out. And then we hold on to very like damaging, like crazy damaging relationships. And it's like, What's the balance? When do I know to work on my relationship? When do I know to hit the ripcord on my relationship? Knowing which one. And it's all about the criteria. You know what I'm saying? It's the criteria. Cause it's like, when you, when you say, all right, I'm in a damaging, toxic, volatile relationship. If you, if you in physical harm, that's, that's like, okay, it's over. If it, if you're being mentally harmed, that's over for me. Now, if you just having breakdowns in communication and you having, you know, just unrealistic expectations on both part, those are conversations. You know what I'm saying? Those are conversations. Those are things that that's where I feel like dialogue and assistance can help. Now, okay, a liar and somebody being deceitful. You're right. You can't do nothing with a person who's going to lie. But then the thing is, you got to think about it. We lie. Other people, people lie to themselves. Not even talking about lying like to another person or anything like that. People lie to themselves. And then that's almost the worst part because, okay, if you catch me in a lie about something, then I could get caught in that lie. But when a person lies to their self, that becomes a part of their identity. That becomes a part of the narrative. Like you can't even have a real conversation because they're, they're delusional. Do you feel relationships become toxic when one of you check out? 
all depends on the deme- the demeanor of the person. It always because you know some people check out, still be there physically, still doing everything, still showing up to family functions, still got a fake smile on their face, all of it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. You know what I'm saying? Where, but then you have people who. You know, they check out and then now it's become everything's a problem. Everything. Oh, <laughs> get me out of here. I ain't got to go. So that's why I'd be like, if it, if it's a, if if you want to li- listen, let's go. If I wish I had my other thing down here hooked up, we would play Fantasia right now. If you don't want me, <laughs> then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Like that. Listen, when I I was in a relationship with a a girl and, you know, she thought she could do better and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? You should try. (laughs) You should don't let me hold you back. You know what I'm saying? Go out there and be somebody. (laughs) Let me go. Sure. I play that song in the car as I drop you off. Do do hit play. You don't want me then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. <laughs> For real. For real. No, no, no. Yes, listen. Accountability. Have I done a show on relationship boundaries? Mm. I have, but it's it's back there. You would have to go on the Spotify and go back like maybe 20 or 10 or 12 uh, episodes. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. She in here now. She in here doing, now. Man? What's going on? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. We got the queen. What's going yeah, on? I ain't gonna lie. I fell asleep. My son came in and I was like, Mom, don't you got that podcast? You got to get out of the house. What time is it? He's like, it's eight. I said, damn. Hey, it be like that sometimes. I can, I, I feel it. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. What's up? What's up? What's the weather like down right. there? You in New Orleans, right? I'm in Baton Rouge and it was 91 today. So, Ooh, yeah. That, that's that. Why, where you at? I'm in Ohio. Oh. What's the weather like now? It actually ain't that bad. About 65, 70. You said ain't that bad. It's 65, 70 degrees. <laughs> listen, listen, for November, that's that's cool. You're right. That's cool. You're right. That's cool. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I, I give you that. Yeah. Because it has. The weather has been a little different for y'all. Yeah. But that just means y'all going to have some cold, cold weather coming through, man. We're going to see. We're going to see. Hey. Tell the people just a little bit about how you got started and what you got going on right now. Uh, actually, I had got started uh, back in May of 2020. Um, I was actually laid off of work. I was, I'm, I was a truck driver then. I was laid off work, and somebody kept telling me on Facebook, I need to try TikTok. I'm like, TikTok? That's like some kids or something. You know, because TikTok wasn't big back then mm-hmm. when I very first started. And so I tried it anyway. So I finally got on or whatever. I was like, what am I going to lose? And shockingly enough, um, back then it was easy to gain followers. And it was easy, easy to go viral because there wasn't so many people as there is now. Mm-hmm. 
And within a month, I had gained like over 100,000 followers on my very first page. And I was like stoked, yo. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, cause you know, I was happy if I got like 10 likes when I was on Facebook and that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you get excited. You think you popular when mm-hmm. you get like 50 likes. So, to have 100,000, I really thought I was the so-called shit back then on my very first page. Hold on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah. all right. So you 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 start to build up some momentum. When did you know it was a movement? Because it it did. It just turned into a movement. I it's, to me, I feel like it was out when I got my second page. Uh, when my first page was banned, permanently banned. It was banned at 1.3 million. And I started another page. And within like two months, that page had went from zero to three million. And that's how I knew I was. It was a movement. When what? Why did you get banned? Um, to be honest, I don't know what the first page. They didn't tell me. Mm. Um, but I, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'll be honest. So, you know, TikTok be having some cute little filters and stuff, especially back then. I ended up putting a video together for my for my king, for my man. And I put it private when I sent the damn thing. I should have just, you know, screen recorded it, right? And I privated the video automatically. And I ain't gonna lie, I was showing, I was showing a little something, something right here. Mm. Mm. But as soon as I had got it downloaded to my phone, I deleted it. But I think TikTok saw that mm-hmm. and automatically banned. So I think that might have been why my very first account got banned, to be honest with you. Mm. Now, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. now, how has it been like dating, being in a relationship with like this following? Uh, it actually hasn't been bad. I've been with the same person for four years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it really hasn't been bad because I think what works between him and I is that he doesn't do social media, mm-hmm. and I do. Um, he understands. I pretty much am very open about everything when it comes there. He sees my things, my 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 stuff. I'm like very very open. But from what I saw from other people, um, if you're not in the right mindset of really wanting to be in a relationship with somebody, your relationship could fail drastically because you are consistently having people that are either in your inbox or you're seeing people, you know, and you become wandering eyes. And I think that is a big problem for a lot of people on TikTok that are in relationships. If you're not serious about your relationship, it's not going to work. Because you're gonna always gonna have somebody that's gonna either want your spot or is gonna try to take, you know, is either gonna take your spot, try to want your spot, or or, or gonna find a we a reason to catch your eye. The devil mm-hmm. always works. Mm-hmm. He's constantly busy and you just gotta want it. Yeah. Yeah. Now when you had made the video that I had, you know, sorta of cut up and put put together like what was going 
what was in your head when you had made it and what you know because i know you didn't dealt with a whole bunch of stuff and that i i love that video because the thing is that video was the first video i ever saw you and that was like maybe like a couple months ago and i was like man i need okay. to do this i need to do this and i was like i finally got around to doing it and i was just like that's you know that's real because i'm from ohio i know and i watched you one of your videos you're like you you from toledo right no yes, let me back toledo. it up let me back it up you from little detroit yeah, I'm from Little Detroit. I was born and raised in Little Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people get that mixed up for everybody that's on here. I am originally from Toledo, Ohio. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've been down south for 13 years now. But I am originally born and raised in the 419 Glass City Mud Maid. So. Uh -huh. so uh, but go ahead. I'm no, go, no, go ahead. Like when I was, you know... Asking like you know that like the making of that video. Okay, so what people for those that don't know what he's referring to, he was referring to the video where I said uh, where I was walking the trail. That's the one, right? And I was pretty much saying, you know, people are gonna say what the fuck they want to say about you. Um, regardless, you know, you speak how you want to speak, do what you want to do, talk how you want to talk, wear your hair how you want to wear your hair, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, people. Successful people are not worried about anybody else except for how to become successful. And what brought that about is that I'm consistently having people in my comment section saying of the most ignorant things of how I was wearing my hair back in the day when I had the little cornrows with the with the braids and stuff. They had a problem. They have a. They damn sure have a problem with the way I talk. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're you're constantly people are looking at this. And they're not understanding that my mindset is coming from where I was brought up, where I was raised. I was I was born and raised in a black family, a black household. The only other person that was, you know, white and Mexican was my mama. You know what I mean? Other than that, everybody else that I was around was black and brown. So it's like, I guess we just got, kind of got to a place where I was fed up mm -hmm. with the BS and I just all around, I was consistently getting people, even even influential black TikTokers who were coming for me about what I say, what I do, how I elaborate things. And it was just like, all right, let me just make this and let me clear everything up to let people know I don't give a fuck what y'all think. And and that's kind of where. Now with that, you know, and a few people then came for me a couple times just on, you know, disagreements or whatever. And I, my thing is, I'd be like, hey, come on the show. We can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But they don't be wanting to do that. They just want, they want to, they want to say these things in the comments. They want to stitch your videos and, and, and talk about you, but then they won't, you know, come to the carpet. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm from the, I'm from the, you know, I'm like, hey, come on, bring it on over here and let's talk about it. Can you turn it on? Hey, can you turn that on? So, with, when you, um, yeah, so like when you, have you had like the confrontation, like lives that then got out of control, like, you know, anybody that really did or said some, you know what I'm saying? For real, for real? Uh, yes. Um, I've had, first of all, a lot of people on TikTok have came for me. I am considered, uh, problematic because of the things that I say and do. Um, people say I have a 
there are so many people that come for me saying I have a black scent, whatever that means. To me, I feel like that's disrespectful to the black community because it's like not all black people talk like they're from the hood or from the ghetto, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like that is the insult and a slap on the face to black people that have grew up, you know, either in the country, in the suburbs, you know, kind of grew up in a different environment. You know, it's almost like people are downing black people and thinking that they're like, to me, it's like when people say that it's like they are almost disrespecting black folks. Right. And so I have tried to explain that. I've tried to express that. Um, I've had even my closest friends come for me that were black. I, I speak 1906. We're cool. We're cool now. But, I mean, even uh, I Speak 1906, uh, we literally had went live. And he had told me that I am a guest in a black community, you know, and and try to tell me that I have proximity to the black community, but I don't know. I I don't, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not in the household kind of thing. And it just kind of like blew my mind. But I guess that lets us know how people think. And at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm still, I have more than proximity because to me, I feel like proximity is like, you live in, (laughs) to me, I feel like proximity is like, you live down the street Mm -hmm. type shit. No, I lived in the house. I I lived in the household, you know, I Mm -hmm. am right there. Like I've seen and I've dealt, I'm not black. However, I, I, I felt for my brother and sister, for my cousins, for my granddaddy, for my, for all my family members, it's not just fa- it's not just friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not just hey, I went to school. It's this is me. This is who the fuck I am. Like you can't get no closer than what I am right now, outside of the fact that I'm not black. Mm-hmm. That and I hear you. I hear you. And I and I I see it. I, I I went through one of your pages and I was reading the comments and I was just like, it's 2022. It, it, it's it's 2022 we we supposed to have flying cars by now but i'm just like the 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 <laughs> level i'm just saying the level of ignorance sometimes you know when you talk about this situation and and the reason i i can speak on it you know what i'm saying like i grew up and you know i had cousins that you know were white who lived you know in our family houses grew up. That's big mama. That's big daddy. They grow up. They We went to the same schools. We ate the same food. We we shared the same clothes. Like, everything. So it's like, to hear you and I, and I know what you're dealing with, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, the people who be coming at you, them be people like, I be like, you're not familiar with the situation. It, you you so far removed from it that you can't even understand it. And, and I think that is, I didn't know thing. I'm starting to realize, and I have realized with being on TikTok, that there are people that do not, that that are not around diversity or haven't seen a white person in the hood or haven't seen a black person in the country hanging out with the, you know, listening to country music. I'm starting to realize that there are really people that don't understand. They're, they're not, they haven't familiarized yourself because... They're either used to, you know, black people, just straight black people in just black neighborhoods or white people in just white neighborhoods. And you need to stay with your own kind, not realizing that some of us just kind of had no choice but to sprinkle our way over there. We didn't get that right to 
to go hang out with the other white folks. You know what I mean? Or or the black folks didn't have that opportunity to go hang out. You know, with with their other, with their kind. You know what I mean? We got we got fucking blessed. Like we got to see a different light. We we got to witness something. Like and, and a lot of people always want to say to me. Hang out with your own kind. When people say that shit, I don't know what the fuck they talking about. And excuse my French for this. But black people took me in when my own daddy, biological daddy, didn't want to take me in. You know what I mean? Like, my black family didn't think nothing of it. They still looked at me as their their granddaughter, their niece, their daughter. They didn't look at nothing like this. So growing up, we didn't have social media like this growing up. We had our community. So we thought that this is this is this is it. You know, we come together, we fight for our own. This is our own. These are our own people. Social media has starting to divide people again to making people feel like you need to stay over here. You need to stay over there. It's about race again. It's about color or somebody's fucking skin. But back then, growing up, it was about, hey, if you grew up over here on this side of town, bitch, you one of us. We didn't worry so much about skin color as we doing now. It's like, it's almost like history is repeating itself over and over again. And it just seemed like it's worse now than it was back in the 90s. Because back in the 90s, we ain't worried about this. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Because I no, because I you make a valid point. Because when you do look at what social media is doing, because for one, everybody got tough fingers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got tough fingers. They, you know, when you isolated in your house and you can just say something in the in the chat and you know nobody, there's nobody about to come back for you. And if you and if you feel like you know it is, oh, I can just log off. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and so it's like. I get it. And it's like back in the day before all of this, you had to say that in somebody's face. Or you ain't say nothing at all. Exactly. So it's like that level of accountability, that digital accountability. They just, oh, I can let me type this. Oh, somebody's oh, coming. Get, right. If my account get banned, it's OK. I'll make a new one kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, you know, that's why I said people going to troll, people going to do what they got to do. But you you right. The 90s was a, a level of acceptance that has almost eroded because of technology, whereas now it's like people are easily manipulated with this this social media thing. You know, Facebook, literally Facebook has more data on everybody's keystrokes like they literally, I watched a documentary about a year ago. They can predict like what you buy, what you gonna eat, what movies you watch, everything. And they know how to manipulate you. They know how to put certain wow. ads in front of you. They know how to make you purchase things. They know how they know how to pull your triggers. And all of those triggers are political, they're racism, they're all of it. And it's all tied together. So it's like when people be like like picking you out and say, hey, I'm about to come at her, that's all part of the plan. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just I think it's a level of stupidity and ignorance that we just we we have to wake up. We just have to wake up, period. But let's let's get on to something else real quick. 
Okay, so I've talked to a lot of TikTokers over, let's just say, the last, you know, three or four months. Have you been able to monetize this TikTok thing? Show me the bag. Okay. Show so me the bag. A lot of people call me retar- A lot of people call me stupid. I ain't gonna say the R word because I know a lot of people try to cancel me at this very moment. Um, a lot of people call me stupid though, because of the simple fact that I am not in the creator fund. Um, I am not gonna lie to anybody on here. I have recently mon- uh, monetized just by doing those battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, live battles is about the only thing that I do. But as far as making money for views, likes, anything like that, I don't. I no don't brand, no I brand don't. endorsements, nothing. I don't get any of that, and I sometimes I feel like I'm a liability, and that's why because I I'm quick to speak. No, I I got a, I got an idea for you. I'll tell you off camera. I got an idea from you that'll make you a few coins real quick. You you perfect for it. Oh, is that right? Perfect, <laughs> like perfect. No, I, I don't have sponsors. I don't have a manager. I don't have none of that. Like, I'm just not, not like, I am like, they'll be like, I want you, you, excuse me, ma'am, move over. Yeah, I want them. And it's just like. Hold I, on, I, hold I, on, hold on. So you saying no brands have actually even reached out to you? No. Yeah, no, lies. <laughs> lies. Lies. No, I, I, no. Man, I know you fucking lying a moment. No, this is serious. <laughs> no. None. I know people with like 10,000 who be getting, you know, the, the the emails. Hey, we would like you to wear our hat in your video. <laughs> so I only only one. And that was coldest water on my very first TikTok. Coldest water had reached out mm-hmm. when it was like big or whatever. And was like, you know, we'll give you like three hundred dollars for 10 videos and send you a free water bottle. If you just, you mm-hmm. know, keep it in your. And I'm just sitting here like, I, I I tried to do it, but 10 videos was a lot to come by for... For $300, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, that don't, like, I was selling myself short, so I ended up just saying forget it and canceling the whole thing. So, like, when you do the, the TikTok battles, and I caught one other night, like, what's what's a, a good night doing that? Any night is a good night. Because I have more, even if I just got $5, I got $5 more than what I had before I had battled. Mm. So that's always a good night. Anything that was more than what I had in my pocket, that I'm able to even say, hey, y'all, let's go grab some McDonald's. I'm going to tell you how good last night was, though, man. Last night was so good that my TikTok family came through that I was able to give my, my best friend... Over five hundred dollars last night, so she can pay her light bill. Mm. Because she financially needed it. Uh, she's been like she's just kind of struggling right now. But I was able to bless her with that because of that battle last night. Mm. That's what's up. So that's yeah, that's that, that's definitely yeah. That's what's it up. Definitely came through. Hey, yeah, that's what's up. And you give me an extra five. Hold on, hold on. Let me flicker one of these motherfucking lights. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But listen, no, but I, I just, I watch you and I, I've seen you grow. I, I've looked at your content. What's next for you? What do you want to do? What do you want to turn this into? Because you, you have a following. You have an immense following. So it's like, I know, and sometimes a direction of where you want to go, that can be a little elusive. Like, what, what do you want? 
Uh, they're saying, yeah, I do give back. Uh, I wanted to, before I answer that, I do give back. Actually, just so you know, um, and so everybody else know, we have actually my TikTok family has allowed us to do immaculate, immaculate things such as, um, back in 2020 when Hurricane Delta and um, not Ida, Hurricane Delta and Laura had hit Lake Charles and surrounding areas. Because of my TikTok family, we were able to help out 19 families with $500 each. I literally went to Lake Charles and surrounding areas and placed the money into their hands. Literally went to like gas stations and just randomly picking people that I felt needed it and blessed them. And that was because of my TikTok family. When Hurricane Ida had hit in the Baton Rouge area, um, they again was able to bless 10 families with again $500 each. When Texas had went through and mm -hmm. had their ice storm, mm -hmm. we were able to help out by raising money to give to Ice Speak 1906 so he can help out with the ice storm that happened in Texas. I think that was also 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, because of TikTok and the gifts that they send, we are able to help out those that happen to be homeless in our area. Um, when T. Nathan was doing the drives with helping out the homeless and all that, we were able to do that as well. So TikTok has been very exceptional for me because of the support that they give me. We have been able to help out thousands of people hundreds not just hundreds we talking thousands of people and it's even people that they don't know that we help and i say we because even with the with the tiktok coins that they end up giving in my battles we're always y'all is always helping no matter if y'all think it or not you know i don't boast about everything that we do but i do try my best and due diligence to help out when I can. It's not always just going to me. I just want y'all to know that. No, I mean, but, listen, if you doing the work in the community, you got to show the receipts so that people people can get behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds like you need to form a nonprofit. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, you need, a, you need to form a nonprofit. Uh, you need form to, a nonprofit? Yeah. Form a nonprofit. You said that together. I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had thought about. I don't know how to do none of that stuff, though. That's what I'm saying. Like everything I've done, I don't know how to manage things or how to do things. I should say, and like, a, like form a foundation, a profit, or anything. You like have that. you have somebody right now watching this video. You have somebody who watch your lives, who knows how to form a nonprofit, st structure it, all of that stuff. You have an army. You just gotta utilize yeah, but how it. How do you know? How, how do you know that you can trust people to not steal? And how how you know you can trust people? Like I think that's my biggest thing is trusting people that say that they they want to help you out, but then end up you know taking. I don't I don't want somebody. I mean it. It's just like if you was looking for a lawyer, you know what I'm saying? You call four or five lawyers, you talk to them, you ask them questions, you ask them references, and see what they can do. I mean. You want you you definitely gonna have to you know prod them and, and like somebody just said in the chat you know pray about it and, and but I'm what I'm trying to tell you is the the army that you need to do the, the work that you're doing you got you just gotta find some people and put them in place like what you doing is admirable and 
I don't want to, I don't want this. I want everybody on here to understand the people who be the naysayers, the haters, them, the people not doing the work, <laughs> them, them, the people right. not doing the work. And we need to clap for the people and give the flowers to the people who are actually doing the work in the community. You know what I'm saying? So people, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all are doing the work and y'all don't even realize it. There are a few people, my top gifters, my gifters, period, my likers, all y'all don't even realize, even when you just tap in the screen, y'all doing more than you know. Everybody on here is participating. That is what we're doing in here. I just want y'all to know that. So shout out to my to my TikTok family, my supporters and that. Y'all are amazing. But go ahead. I forgot what your question was though. That's so like Where do you where do you want to take it? What what direction do you want to go with it? With my TikTok? Yes. I'm just I like to entertain people. I like to make people laugh. I'm not saying I'm a comedian or nothing, but I would like to be in like the industry, like the the entertainment industry. Like that's where I would want to take it. Like if we could take me there, that's where I would want to go. I could see myself like I would like an opportunity to be able to get into a to get into movies and stuff like that. Like that that is my ultimate goal to be honest with you. Um to show that I'm 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 able, I'm worthy. After everything that I've been through, you know, I I, I feel like I'm worthy enough to to be in, be there. Hey, I think you can do it. We gonna chat offline though because I got an idea for you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> hey, but I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Um, give everybody, give them your social media handles in case anybody want to follow you. That's listening to the podcast. Well, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I apologize if I was cussing. Um, my apologies. I know you kept bleeping me out <laughs> on your on that video. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, for those that want to know, I, have, I am QueenLock1989 underscore on TikTok. I am QueenLock1989 on Instagram and on YouTube, y'all. Please check me out if you want some laughter, some fun. People call me problematic, but that is okay. We just like to have fun, y'all. Life is too short. Hey, the, you got to tell them about the dance moves, too. I just saw the Beyonce video. <laughs> hey, you did that, though. But you got dance moves, though. You dance way better than me. and you I didn't seen a few of yours. You got some moves. I, and you know what? Michael Jackson is my biggest inspiration to dance. Uh... A lot of people see I do like my signature move or whatever, my his signature spin move. I'm trying to keep him alive, but Michael Jackson has been my biggest influence. People say, where did I learn to dance? I was self-taught through BET. <laughs> through... <laughs> Whoa! Because we didn't have YouTube back then. We had 106 in part. We used to watch the music videos. You BET After Dark. BET After Dark. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you remember that, huh? Yeah. Look, man, BET was where it was at for everything. So, yeah, definitely 106 and, and the basement, all that. Like, yeah, we, we. Oh, Saturday was hitting though. Y'all remember the top 25? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I learned to dance was watching all of that. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, but I want to thank everybody. Oh, she said BT Uncut. I'm like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> but I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I want to thank my guest, Queen Locke. Um, hey, we're we going to talk offline because I, I, I have an idea for you. 
But for everybody Thank tune you in, so hey, no problem, no problem. We we'll get you back on here again. But um, everybody, I'll check y'all out next week, Monday at nine. This is first off of my opinion, Tom Swoop, and I'm out. <laughs>